Welcome to the pool. Welcome to Poolside in Vegas. I feel like that's what this is, right? That's like and uh, Cabana. Let me get a let me get a craft of uh, craft of cranberry, craft of uh, you guys want to, what do you want a craft of soda, craft of soda, because you know club soda, not yeah. soda yeah. soda. You freaks. Add a little fizz. Yeah. And uh, and a couple of and then what are those girls when they come around? What do you have to order in order for them to bring it in like some sort of circular lighting system? And they come in on roller skates. Is that like a Vuv Clico or that's what? Yeah, and a big. It's got to be a big Magnum of it, right? Mm-hmm. And that'll run me what? What'll that run me? Uh, Ten thousand dollars, probably. Yeah, I'll bring a couple of those and then spray them over the people and yeah, mm. so don't even drink it. Let's learn a little more. I'm not done with my pool party yet. Um, I, and a carafe of like orange juice, I guess. Yeah. And then we're going to mix them all up. And a couple of bottles of that. Kettle one. Is that what people do? Kettle No, I feel like the one is the big one everyone does. Is, Tito's, uh, I Tito's, think. Tito's. So. Yeah, yeah. Tito's. Let's get a couple of bottles of Tito's in here. And then get a couple of, you, you know, bring some girls up. Mm. God, I wish. Used to be my life, but you know, back in the old, no girls though. We used to you know, we sat there with sit there with a bunch of Chelsea Lady writers, mm-hmm. just yeah. And then I brought one of my loser friends one time. What was I don't know what I was thinking. I brought one of my loser friends. He was like, "Hey, man, let me come with you guys to like your your Chelsea Lately parties in Vegas." So here I am with all my Chelsea Lately people: Chelsea Handler, mm-hmm. Heather McDonald, all of us. Got a cabana at the Cosmopolitan. Ooh. We go out the night before, drinking hard, you know, so we're all a little hungover, but we're chilling in our cabana, you understand? You guys mm. all know how it works. So I got my loser friend with me who, you know, he he's he's still, he's of the Ron Konkuma mentality that he's not going to be spending this kind of money on on liquor. Yeah. So he brings his own in a, uh, in a, puts it in a water bottle. Oh, you know, but not They've one. Never that, seen that. Not one that you could see inside. It's coconut water that you can't see inside. Mm-hmm. So he's got. He pours in rum to his coconut uh, water bottle, Ooh. and then he'll mix that himself. God, for, he, and and bear in mind, he's not touching. He's the not check. paying any. Yeah, yeah. He's not, the check is not coming his way. He's not going to pay. He's not going to. Uh-huh. He won't be paying a nickel this entire mm-hmm. weekend. However, he's like, I'm not going to be just the just the fact. It's it's the principle of the thing. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're charging. Seven hundred dollars for a bottle of Malibu rum when I can go get it across the street not at a liquor that. store yeah. for ten dollars. I always don't like that misconception because it's not for the bottle. No, right. it's, it's for the it's for you to be the big shot at the table. They, well, he doesn't want to be that. He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't need. He's got to put it in his coconut water. Mm-hmm. So here comes Chelsea Handler into the <laughs> cabana. Now she is hungover, hungover as shit. Not having and it. all she wants is coconut water. So she grabs my loser friend's coconut water and opens it oh, thinking no. it's coconut water and takes a big swig and it's Malibu rum. And she's like, what the fuck is this? And I said, Chelsea, I'm sorry. It's my loser friend. Yeah. He's from Ronkonkoma. He doesn't understand, mm-hmm. you know, these the, the ways of, of life. He's an island boy. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that was rum. I think that was the last time I've been in a cabana. And uh, I don't know if I'll ever be again. You know, my mm-hmm. brother and I. We uh we still look at the pictures of of these different day clubs they call mm-hmm. 
and I've seen them now. I follow some of these casinos online. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the new one, uh, what's it called? Resort uh, World. Resort World. And they got a day club there, and I follow it on Instagram. And it's a bit, it's just people just jumping up and down to some DJ and, and that like kind of that music we were mm-hmm. just playing. And my brother's like, can we, you know, we got one more left in us. I'm like, I, I mean, I like to think I do, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I yeah. do. But anyway, now you start to, you, know, you get that feel when it starts getting nice out and the weather starts getting a little better. You're like, do, do I, can I do it again? Mm-hmm. Do I want to do it again? Would I do it again? Who knows? Anyway, the reason, that's not why we started off with that music. No. There is a reason why we started off with, whoa, now who was that, that Alex? The Swedish House Mafia. <clears throat> the Swedish House Mafia the weekend. with The weekend. Yes. And uh, not not good stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. If I'm in the mood for that type of music, sure, bring it on. When I was like just coming to club age in uh-huh. Vegas, they were big. Yeah, they were the like, Swedish House yeah, Mafia, they call yeah, themselves. They were big. They had their own absolute vodka oh, flavor. Oh, they did. Yeah, they oh, were okay. So they're like a they're like a DJ type yeah. situation. They, yes, uh, they don't actually sing songs. They're no. not doing doing like a microphone and singing. They no. stand behind. They're like Santana. I don't want to be the type of person who who says they stand behind an iPad and press buttons. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of what they do. But I, I know there's more to it than that, so I'm, yeah. I'm not going to simplify what they're doing. But anyway, the reason why we're, we're bringing them up is because Kanye West, we love Kanye over here on the Cover to Cover mm-hmm. podcast. Kanye West has decided he's not going to do Coachella. I guess Coachella is this weekend, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. We're coming up two weeks away. I believe it is. Uh, it's very close. It's Coachella. We all know Coachella. You guys know Coachella. Uh, we out here in Indio, California, mm-hmm. uh, Palm Springs, basically it's, I think it's called the Coachella Valley. Yep. I love Palm Springs. I'm a big fan of Palm Springs, but I don't go to Palm Springs for Coachella. I've never been to Coachella. Uh, I've never been to the other one, the country Western one that Stage follows it. Stagecoach that a couple of my friends love and they go out there, they rent houses, they get, take a, they take a bus to the event you know, it's a whole or de- it's a whole so it's, thing. It's actually two events now. Or yeah, it's two week, yeah, two separate two weekends. Fifteenth, seventeenth, twenty. Two separate weekends 24th. now. Coachella and um, so anyway, I guess Kanye was the headliner and he bailed. And that's a, it's a you know they got to find somebody quick mm-hmm. to headline. Someone and, quick and someone and someone who's Kanye someone, you know level. Yeah. I mean, imagine a bunch of people bought tickets because of Kanye. I mean, mm-hmm. got people love this guy. So he's got a huge following. He puts on a good show, and I think people were excited about seeing him. So now he's out. So now you're like, well, we can't replace him with you know somebody who sucks. Yeah. So we got to get somebody who's uh, they're not going to return their tickets because let's say Coachella's taking a hit. I mean, it's been like two years. I think they've had to cancel it. Mm-hmm. But this year, like all bets are off. We're going two weekends. We're going balls out. No all masks. Out. No no vax card. No, let's just do it mm-hmm. and have fun and and uh, you know the things we all see of Coachella. Little girls jumping around in hippie outfits. You know, every girl's got some sort of uh, thing in her hair, daisies, headbands, mm-hmm. you know, a little, little flowing outfit. There's a VIP section. There's Ooh. several VIP sections, what I gather. Yeah. There's a VIP section. There's a VIVIBP section. Mm-hmm. There's a fucking another VIP section. So... Then there's it's always very, also like a Tecate section, right? Where like right, kind right. of, yeah. you know. So, and then of course, if you if you're of of any type of celebrity or anything, you know, you go and you're like, well, I don't want to be in the half-ass VIP section. I got to mm. be in the real VIP section. Which is, I don't know if that are you actually now in front. Do you go watch the events? Like, do you go see? Oh, Swedish House Mafia is coming on. I got to go out and and stand amongst the real people. Or do you just let it? You hear it from far away. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, uh, 
years ago, I went to the L.A. County Fair. A little fun fair they have down there in Pomona, L.A. County Fair. And the L.A. County Fair, a lot of times, will have uh, music acts playing at the L.A. County Fair. Now, this is no Coachella, but you get your uh, Eddie Moneys, your Smokey Robinsons, (laughs) you know, county fair circuit people. Not a bad gig. But a lot of times, you're like, how much... The county fair, to get into the county fair, what is it, 35 bucks to get into the county fair? What do I get for that 35 bucks? Do I get it? Well, you get to, uh, you know, uh, endless rides. You get to go on Ooh. all the rides endlessly. You know, pay one price, they used to call it. Pop. Pay one price. At Adventureland on Long Island. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Pay, pay one price. Pay one price. And you get to go on all the rides as many times as you would like. Mm-hmm. And that's what you get for your... Your thirty-five bucks to get at the county fair, and then of course you can get turkey legs and all, and you know Twinkies, yeah, uh, that are deep fried. All the shit you get at county fairs, and um, that's an extra price. You're not gonna the turkey leg doesn't come along with the thirty-five bucks, so don't get crazy. No, but then if you're like, oh, can, now what about to, can I get to see Eddie Money as well? God rest, God rest in peace, Eddie Money. Uh, and they're like, no, Eddie Money's an extra forty bucks to get to see Eddie Money as well. And you're like, all right, well. So then At I was the like, fair? well, can I hear Eddie Money like from the bumper cars? I'm like, yeah, I think you could probably hear him from the bumper cars. That, 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 that'll be fine. That'll be. I can hear two tickets to paradise from the bumper cars. I don't need to spend the extra 40. Mm-hmm. And so that I'm wondering if that's what they do what I do. Like if you're a VIP section at Coachella, say you're, I don't know, who's one of the hot people? Say you're Selena Gomez. Ooh, yeah. Selena Gomez. I mean, do you go... Do you just sit on a beanbag chair with your uh, with your uh, little daisies in your hair, mm-hmm. drinking what uh, the Swedish House Mafia vodka? Absolute, absolute, and uh, and and then when another when a band comes on, you go run out with the regular people and all these sweaty regular people and listen to it, or do you just hear it from your seat? They got from your have, beanbag chair. They gotta have maybe uh, there. I mean, there's no way that Selena Gomez is. Going into, you know. Well, I'll tell you, I heard Eddie Money fine from the bumper cars. Okay. Okay. Two tickets to paradise. And, you know, I, I like Eddie Money. And I've seen him in, in different venues before. And once again, God, you know, rest rest in peace, Eddie Money. Mm. He died a couple, of, a couple of months ago. But anyway, it's a true story. I really did go see Eddie Money at a county fair once. And then another time I said, I'll just listen to him from mm-hmm. a, a far away location. I anyway. know I know at EDC they used to have these interesting VIP sections where they'd almost build up like, you know, a platform in the back. So yeah. you're behind the audience, but you're like elevated higher than the stage. But that's not as that's not as celebrity packed. EDC mm. seems to be for very young. I was yeah. there. I was in Vegas one weekend while EDC mm-hmm. was going on. Yeah. Oh. And it was just a bunch of sweaty, uh, overweight uh, Latino kids in every elevator I got in. Mm-hmm. You know, with like furry right. with furry boots on. Yeah. yeah and you know, just all sorts of furry outfits. Anyway, that was not my thing. That's that's none of this mm. is my thing. Although no. I, I would Im- I, I would imagine sitting in a beanbag chair with Selena Gomez. I could live with that. I'm like, oh, this is good. What have we got here? Selena Gomez. Is this a uh, Fake grass? Or is this real grass? No, it's a fake grass. We roll that out for the for the VIP. Like, oh, this is nice. It looks nice and green. This isn't Palm Desert's own grass. Who's, who's that over there? That's a that's a David Hasselhoff. I saw him one time at the VIP section. I had pictures. You know, I just mm. seen pictures. Yeah, I was like, wait, what's he doing there? But you know, he's a sixty five year old man. But uh, whatever, he's out there dancing around. Anyway. So it's coming up, and that those are the bands that have that have taken the gig. They're going to take over the headlining. Yeah. It's the weekend. They just put some Swedish new House out Mafia, and yeah, I mean the weekend is huge. Yeah. So uh, he's as big as as Kanye, if not bigger. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. That's not my type of music. Not saying it's bad nor good, but uh, would I be happy if I 
paid for a Kanye but got a weekend? I say I would. But I, I would. Because I've seen Kanye. I've seen weekends. He puts on a whole show with yeah. lights and a whole thing. And But anyway, so there you go. And I, I liked it. You know, I, felt, I felt like Coachella was at one time doing a mix of different, you know, they were, mm-hmm. they were throwing in a, you know, a, a Rolling Stones and they would do. So it was like, but this now yeah. I feel like it's a lot of. Music that I don't give a shit. No, about. I'm looking at the lineup, and there's really nothing that gets you. Who would you I? Out of who bed. would I? Who would I get out of my beanbag? Now, say I'm sitting Danny in a beanbag Elfman? chair. Oh, is he really <laughs> Danny, Danny Elfman? Is Danny Elfman going to be there? Danny Elfman will be there. That's crazy. Now that's pretty I mean, good. Honestly, like honest- what's Danny Elfman going to be doing? He's going to be doing Oingo Boingo songs. He'd be doing his because he's like the you know the he does all the soundtracks to every Batman movie. Yeah. And, no, I have no idea. They got they got some Doja Cat. They got. Oh, okay. I mean, I, going through it, I honestly, Fatboy Slim. Fatboy Slim. What yeah. is this? Nineteen ninety two. Honestly, that's really all you've heard of. Wow. Though. Okay. Well, Danny Elfman. That's an well, we interesting. We got some Harry call. Styles. You could do Harry it. Styles. Well, he's got to be headlining. He's huge. I think Alex is reading old Coachella. No, no, I'm reading. No, no, I'm reading the, from their website. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway, so who we got? Back to Alex. King now that, Gizzard. Now that we're on Alex, uh, he 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 got a phone call before we went to air. Oh, we sit here and he got a phone gonna, call before. We're we gonna air my laundry. No, 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 we're not gonna air your laundry. Premium? But on the on the phone call, and I won't say what the phone call was about or who it was from. But he tells the person on the other end of the line. I didn't even hear who it was. But he takes oh, the phone call. Okay. And he goes, um, "Sorry, I'm with a client right now." That's what he says. I'm with a client. Yeah, I'm trying to legitimize myself to legal troubles. I'm with a client right now. As if this fucking guy is some kind of lawyer mm. or something. He's he's handling clients at this mm-hmm. point. I'm anyway. a freelancer. And he's out there. I I'm mean, trying to make them think I'm I, not a scumbag, often, so they reinstate me I often society. wonder what this guy's doing, you know, because sometimes I see him. He's at, He sits on my street before he comes into the, the garage where we tape this, and he's, you know, he's, he's sitting there for a considerable amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, what is he doing in that car? Letting the traffic and I see what out he's of doing. my veins. I see what he's doing. He's he's editing together his funny little clips now. I didn't do that. So in the I know because I happen to see it. I'm watching him in my from my house in his car, and I'm looking at Instagram, and I see it pop up while I'm looking at him. Oh. So I, this is what he's. So anyway, now I would like to discuss his latest Instagram. Oh. Go Alex. Now what's it you called? Alex it? Con. Con uh, TV. Con TV. Con TV. You can follow. Con TV. Uh, that's his Instagram, and he puts he puts little clips on where he talks about. Kind of the uh, you know the topics of the day, and this is his latest, and it'll get us into this story. As a matter of fact, uh, you guys all now. I just want to say right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Okay, now go. Ahead. Is it up? Can you? Do you want to? Let's hear it. Let's hear it right off the bat. This is Alex. Fresh lady. out of the. Tr- all right, Farrah oh. Abram. Fresh out. No, of the right. Stop. Okay. Stop. Well, stop. Now- stop it right there. I already- First of all, her fucking name is Farrah Abraham. She Abraham. was relevant when you were. I'm Listen, sorry I wasn't, okay? Farah Abraham. He goes, Farah Abram. So then I'm, I tell him, I said, I watch it, and I think it's funny. It's good. It came out good. It's a good job. Yeah. I said, but her name is Farah Abraham. He can't even seem to wrap his head around it. Like, oh. I said, Farah Abram. I'm like, no, Abraham. He goes, yeah, I did. That's oh, what I, was, I said. I was he saying goes, with an Farrah S. Farah Abram and. I said, no, it's Abraham. Like Abraham Lincoln. <sighs> it's not Abram Lincoln. He goes, oh, okay. So anyway, keep keep going. Let's continue to play it. Because you now... Farrah Abram, fresh Farrah out of the Abram. treatment facility. That's what he said, right? New <laughs> he did say Farrah Abram because he tells me... go fast. He tells me he's saying Abraham. 
No, I'm not. Let's no, hear it again. Let's no. hear it. Well, now we're going to no, break this I'm down. No, I'm saying Abram. We're going to break this down like the slap at the Oscars. Let me, let me, I'll explain where my, okay. where I, Go I ahead. was saying as opposed to, there's a, a common last name, Abrams, or with an S. Sure, but it's not hers. Go ahead. No, okay. Sarah Abram, fresh out of a treatment facility mm. and off to a new career. Comedy. You know, where okay. frauds and washed up celebrities go to die. You want to go? Keep going. No, no, okay. I like it. I think I would really appreciate my voice in stand-up comedy. From 16 and pregnant to teen mom. Failed music career. Pretty decent sex tape. Farrah, I'm sorry, but we've already got your voice in comedy. Don't worry, you'll be opening for Dane Cook in no time. I'm meeting with Howie Mandel tomorrow. Howie! Come on, can somebody me too, this guy? Excellent. Thank Very you. good, and it's an interesting topic now we can discuss. I'd also like to discuss that now in three years of Alex doing this podcast, and we love him. He has yet to bring in one topic ever. You ever. said that and I, ten times this year, <laughs> and, and never a topic. And in, in, in the in the seven hundred shows we've done, Patreon included, mm. never. To, but now I I often wonder what I is he you doing? The model I two weeks ago. I, I, yes. You wouldn't oh, that's touch right. It. You wouldn't yes, touch it. He sent me. A, he said he goes. How about this one? A Down syndrome Victoria's Secret model. He wants me to fuck around with that. Like I, I'm already getting someone. Sent me a review yesterday. I was on Juicy Scoop. They sent me a review that said a review of Juicy Scoop. They hated Heather. They hated me. Mm -hmm. They hate everything about it, which is always shocking to me. That but they continue but they to listen. listen. Yeah, which is just amazing. Because mm -hmm. there's no other content. Online. I know. And they said that I was a uh, a dried up pork rind. They said Frangiola is a dried up pork rind. Now they're not. It's not the worst thing I've been called. And we're going to get into this in a second. Mm -hmm. but we're going to let Alex off the hook because we love the guy. But now I often wonder what he's doing with his time that he, that he just does zero research in this, in this podcast. And now I've gotten it. I've got what he's doing. He's making his funny little, cause this thing is like edited together. Mm -hmm. It's well shot. It looks good. Well, the next three are about Vladimir Putin and you don't let me talk about that. <laughs> that so. uh, are you going to fuck up his last name? <laughs> Vladimir Pontin. Oh. oh, I didn't know that was the, so anyway, so that's a good, so anyway, Farrah Abraham to yes. get back to what we were saying is now, I guess she was now this Farrah Abraham. I never even was into her when she was, mm. I, I, I don't that get was, it. That was like a world where I wasn't a part of it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I didn't know anything, but I remember just following along because it was just, she was a whack job. Mm -hmm. and, and then, of course, like you said in your little thing, she went, you know, she did porn for a while. Like, legit, I think she was doing like legitimate porn where they were, she was getting paid. I believe. I don't like know Like a million that, dollars yeah. something to do. Ooh. Farrah Abraham. Well, that's what they say. Yeah. It's, that's never that. I, the real Vivid price. Did, she yeah, had Vivid. two tapes and they were on Vivid, but I don't think they were high quality like production value. I think they were home tapes, but they were. But Vivid bought Vivid, them and yeah. gave her a couple of bucks. Whatever. Who knows? It's not the, it's not a great way to, to, to go. But that's the, I mean, the, and we're going to get into all of this. This is what I want to cover in this particular episode of Cover to Cover. I would like to cover many things, and Farrah Abraham will be a perfect jumping off point for us to get into what I want to discuss. Um, and uh, see, this is a person who was on reality shows and whatever, and you become some sort of celebrity just for that. Mm -hmm. And then when it's all over, and it, it, it eventually is all over, they all are, no matter who and however big you are, Eventually, something you have to do something else or have some sort of talent. I'm not saying she doesn't have any talent. I don't know any. I don't really know anything about her. But so, and it's, it becomes a rough road, you know. It becomes where, and I'll, many things will will get you down about it. Show business, and if you get into it for the wrong reasons, whatever the case may be, 
I don't know if you're equipped to handle things like being called on a daily basis a, uh, a dried up pork rind mm-hmm. or uh, some of the other things I've been called. What was the other one I was called? An albino um, uh, cracker. No, what was it? I was called an albino something. Ooh, I don't prune, know. an prune. albino prune. <laughs> prune, yes. Okay. Yeah, another person called me an albino prune. And, uh, and these are the kind of type of things I read every day. Mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, I'm a pretty strong-willed guy, and my skin has been thickened. It's a, it's a, it's a prunish. It's a, it's like a pork yeah. rind in my skin. So it's a thick, it can, you can't penetrate it. Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's like an old pork rind. But I, I would imagine like this girl just got into TV because she had a kid at a young age or something. She, she wasn't equipped to handle. So then it becomes where she's reading horrible things about herself. She has to look at you, t- talking shit about her, mm-hmm. and fucking up her name on Instagram. So then it becomes the thing where she just gets kooky. You know, now I'm going to do new lips. I'm going to do big tits. I'm, I'm going to. I have to do something here to figure out. I'm not ha- whatever. You know, I don't want to get psychological here, but something's wrong on the inside. You know, the reason why he got into this shit in the first place, mm-hmm. something's wrong, and and I'll try and fix it with I don't know cosmetic surgery. In the case of her, I mean, she's got a lot of it. It looks like, I don't know. And then she's rehab here and fighting in bars and drinking and this. So she comes out of a rehab. Yeah, she punched a security guard. Yeah, it was guard. like a full-on fight. I yeah. saw like a video of it. The poor security guy was like mm-hmm. wrestling this girl to the ground yeah. on like the street. And this is not, this girl's not 21. I think she's 30-something now. Mm-hmm. With with the kid who who got her, you know, that yeah, she had on a TV now. show. Yeah. Had, yeah, so she's 30. All of it's yeah. a nightmare. But anyway... So now she's enter, exiting a rehab center. I, I watched the video on TMZ. And, of course, these people are out there interviewing mm. her. Somebody's got to talk to Farrah Abraham just because it's interesting. Here we are talking about it. And Farrah Abraham says, what are your, they ask her, what are your plans now? That mm-hmm. you've, I, like you say in your thing, all else has failed. I yes. mean, she's done a million different things. But, you know, you're always going to be Farrah Abraham. And, of course, they, she's going to say get into stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy. And and then she goes on to say, which is the most shocking part of mm-hmm. it. Stand-up comedy, okay, fine. Yes. Now, this is what Alex and I were talking about before I went to air. Here's what will happen. And, it, and we see it all the time, like Alex says in his thing. There's a lot of people who who just jump to stand-up comedy for whatever reason. And, and, and then I blame you guys because you go. Now, you won't go see me. But you'll, I, I, and I'm, I'm not saying all of you, but I guarantee there are 10 or 15 of you out there who will go see the Farrah Abraham show mm-hmm. if it ever ha- comes to that. Or the Stormy Daniels yeah, no, show. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of it, you know, yeah. and then, and then they'll, t- they'll come to me and they're like, I just had to see it for the train wreck of it. And I'm like, yeah, but you still bought the ticket. Mm-hmm. You understand what happened? And, and then, so they think, they, they, you know, they, Joe Gorga, I know I keep bringing up this Joe Gorga, who's just, it's not, let me just, I'll save all of you the money. I know you, Joe Gorga was maybe said something funny on Housewives or whatever he's on once. Mm-hmm. The hour long set that you were going to have to sit through is going to be absolutely God awful. And I'm going to guarantee you that guaranteed. And maybe if you have a couple of drinks beforehand and you half pay attention, you'll, it'll be a fine evening of him screaming about Lord knows what. But it's it's not going to be great. No, and neither is Farrah Abraham. So let me save you the money, and he, and and it, it's also not going to be the train wreck you want it to be either. So you're going to be like, well, it's just kind of a boring evening of 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 shitty entertainment, and I'm not getting what I wanted here. So, and it'll eventually just fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Now Farrah Abraham will not be around doing stand up comedy in 15 years. No, headlining comedy, it's just not. It's good. It's a novelty hack, and the same with Joe Gorga. So that's the good thing. If if there's one thing we can take. Uh, we could take credence in. It's the fact that this stuff, 
the nature eventually figures it out. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're done with it. But as long as you guys continue to buy tickets to the Chris Catans and the Jeremy Pivens, and I say, I'm, we're going to get onto some more fun stuff in a second. It's going to continue. That's why somebody, some agent or who's ever talking to Farrah Abram going, just do comedy. These people yeah. will go see anything. Mm-hmm. They will buy tickets <laughs> Honest, to go see anything. That's probably the exact conversation. Yeah. And then at the end, I would like to get into that. She says, I'm going to a meeting right now, she says, with Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. Now, I know kind of, I kind of know Howie. I, I don't mind Howie. I like Howie. But what is Howie Mandel doing? Like, I, I'm sure Howie Mandel has some sort of TV idea here where he's yeah. going to take 10 people. I, I can almost guarantee, watch, you'll hear it. Because I know how he's always producing some sort of television show. Some of them you've seen, some of them you haven't. But Howie's probably got some sort of television show idea where he's going to take 10 people like these, you know, of this Farrah Abraham level celebrity type reality. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, you know, take them out to clubs and we're going to see who's, and it'll be a competition show. The next best reality show stand up. I'm, I'm going to stand here right now and tell you this is Howie Mandel's idea. Okay. I don't know this. I'm, I'm making this up, but I believe that that's the reason why he's having a meeting with Farrah Abraham. I, I think you're right. Yeah. So there's a big trend right now. The kind of they're ready, you know, the Eliza has like all the people she likes or Bill Burr puts on all the people like there's right, kind right, of right. This, and yeah. you mix that with the world of reality television and yeah. it's just right. And, and it's sitting not? right there. Yeah. yeah. So now this is what Howie's Snooki's going to do a type this is, five. This on. is why Howie's having it. She's already tried, I believe. Oh. And this, this is why, this is why Howie is having a meeting with Farrah Abraham. Um, so there you go. And nothing, nothing against how he's got bills to pay. How he's got to, you know, how he's got to throw things at the wall, see what sticks. I'm sure how he's doing fine. He's been on, you know, America's got talent for years. I don't think he's going anywhere. That show's going to be around for a bit of time. And he's going to, he's one of the guys who's going to stay regardless of who they replace. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's going to be him and Simon throughout. And so there you have it. Farrah Abraham will be now be doing stand up comedy. And it'll last. It'll be quick. It'll mm-hmm. it'll be over quick. But you guys, I know, instead of buying tickets to me at Mil- the Milwaukee Improv at the end of the month, Frangiola dot fun has all. Ooh. I don't know if Farrah Abraham dot fun has her dates yet, but Frangiola dot fun has all the dates. And for many of you who've been going on Frangiola dot fun, thank you by the way. That yeah, that's real. Frangiola dot fun. I fucked up Frangiola dot com. I was probably able to get it back, but I don't know anything, people. I'm old and stupid, and I don't know anything about the internet, and I hit a button, and it was gone forever. It's basically said to me, this is the worst button you could have hit. That's kind of what spelled out on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, it, this is, you fucked, you, Jurassic Park is offline. You can't get it back online. And I, no matter who I brought in, I, could, I probably could have brought some people in to work it out, but I decided... Um, you know, let me just do it. Start again, and and I, I so Frenchola.com is gone. You know, like it's a, it's a, what do they call them when you get a name? What are they the URL? Them? No, what do they call it? The Frenchola.com. A URL. No, but it's called something else. Domain name. Domain name. Yeah. Okay. okay. Domain name. So I just Frenchola.com. So here they 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 write. They say here's other ones you could use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a bunch, Frangiola dot whatever. You know, it used to be back in the old days, it was www.frangiola.com. That's it. That's it. But now you could throw any dot, anything mm. on the end. I didn't know this. So one of them I see is Frangiola.fun. I'm not going to take that. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> Frangiola.fun, it is. And it's a simple, stupid website because I just want people to come to the dates. That's it. 
There's a couple of pictures of me that were taken by people at shows. I don't take professional photography pictures anymore because it's embarrassing. I don't want to be standing under a bridge somewhere in Los Angeles on a hot day because we see it everywhere. <laughs> there's, mm-hmm. there's, if you drive past under a bridge in Los Angeles, there's two things, an, an encampment and a person getting headshots taken. Yeah. Uh, and I, maybe not some of the cities you guys live in, but here we see it everywhere. There's a, a wall somewhere in Hollywood where it's the wall where it's well lit and mm-hmm. it, and everybody's sitting there taking their headshots. And it's a sad situation. It's golden hour. Are you yeah, familiar but, with this golden yes, oh, hour? I'm, am I familiar? <laughs> I, I fucking are. love it. So I don't want to sit there at golden hour, mm-hmm. which to me, let me tell you what golden hour is to me. I know when it is. I know when the, the light they're looking for. But it also, to me, it says, and once I'm done taking my stupid pictures that are going to get me nowhere, I'm going to have to drive home in, the, in terrible traffic. <laughs> that's, exactly. golden, that's golden hour that's for me. That hour. means I'm driving home at 6 p.m. on the 405 because I took pictures under a bridge. Mm. I don't want it. Nope. Um, those days are over for me. I am a, I am a dried up pork rind. Let me, I don't need pictures of myself. So I use <laughs> pictures, some of them taken 10 years ago, and some of them taken at like it shows. Sometimes there's a photographer in the back of the room and mm-hmm. they'll take professional style photos, and I just use them. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Here it is. Boom. So that's what's on there. And then there's a bio, of course, because I don't, I don't know what to put on there. The only reason I put a bio on there and lend many is because sometimes people do interviews with you for radio, TV, or, or you know, press, you know, you know, magazines and newspapers, and they go to just look at your bio and come up with things to say about you. Yeah. So that makes it easier for people to do things like that. That's why the bio's on there. So now people go, I tell people to go on franjola.fun just because I want them to see the dates, and now everybody has to come, and and I guess I, I asked for it. I, I asked people to weigh in and tell me, so now people are weighing in and tell. Here's what I would fix. Here's what I would do. Here's what I. Mm-hmm. I I got it. I listen. You're all fucking amazing people. I get. You're all geniuses. You don't make any mistakes ever in life. You're wonderful people. You're not dried up pork rinds. But this is what it's going to be. It's going to be a click to the podcast, a click to the dates, and go home. Go home. That's it. Because what else is there? It's about the nothing. Fun. There's nothing else. Yeah. This is I do the podcast. It's a successful podcast. I do Juicy Scoop, which is the number four biggest podcast in the world right now. Currently, it's probably going to drop down to number seven by today. But as of yesterday, the number four biggest podcast up there with the ones you guys absolutely love. You know the the true crimes and the uh, and the and the Jason Batemans. It's up there with them and the Conan O'Briens and and us. Heather McDonald and myself and then of course this cover to cover does very well as well you know not quite those numbers but fine and I don't know what more I can do like here I am putting up numbers that I see other people who who just are huge stars selling out all over the place and they don't put up these type of numbers Mm. so I don't know if I just have the laziest fan base in the world the fan base that just and I know most of you do and we're just fucking around here uh, that, that just like, listen, I love the podcast. I'm not getting off the couch and I understand that, but you know, just let me know, just tell me mm-hmm. because then I won't be playing bowling alley, bowling alleys in Michigan, which I will be playing in a couple of weeks. It's and you all, can get tickets at frangiola.fun. Oh, <laughs> it's all on frangiola.fun and Milwaukee and Grand Rapids, Michigan, and more and more are being added every day. 
on frangiola.fun. Mm-hmm. And they're being added. Now I have to do it myself. The woman who did it for me, frangiola.fun, she just uh, threw it. You know, she, she basically is yeah. an expert of making websites. She's talking to me in website speak. In code language. I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> So I, I have to tell, I tell her every time, I'm like, honey, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know anything. Let's pretend I, let's pretend you're talking to an amoeba who just came out of a Petri dish who never even experienced anything in life before. They, just talk to me like that, okay? Because I don't know anything. And she still goes, okay, well, here's your, <laughs> okay, you're not understanding. Yeah. So, I mean, she must get off the, you know, her emails with me every day and go, like, go to her husband or whatever. This guy is like the stupidest person I've ever spoken to in my life. Mm-hmm. This dried up prune. I think she's the one who left the, the uh, review. <laughs> this dried up prune doesn't know anything about. So uh, that's the situation. That's what it's going to be, friend. All that Alex looks great today. Why? Because he's head to toe in his cuts. Look at him in his cut. What's your favorite? I love the hoodie. The he hoodie's loves, great. This guy looks great in his black cuts hoodie. Get everybody, get the hoodie. Cuts talks a lot about their t-shirts, but I got to tell you, they got great jackets, great hoodies. So go get your cuts. We love it over here on uh, Cover to Cover. Uh, I wear, I love the Henley, Alex. I yeah. wear the Henley on planes, on flights, because it's comfortable. My long five-hour, I finally decided I'm just going to be comfortable on flights now. Mm-hmm. It's taken me... 20 years of flying, you know, coast to coast every week to finally decide I'm going with my cuts, Henley, and I absolutely love it. That is my favorite of them all. Cuts has totally revolutionized the traditional outdated t-shirt category, among other things. Like I said, amazing jackets and uh, and hoodies as well. Long sleeve Henley, which is my favorite. They make it easy to mix and match styles and colors so you can find the perfect style. They've even developed their own fabric, which I love. It's soft, it breathes, it's great. The patented fabric won't shrink pillar fade over time in the wash join hundreds of thousands of guys who have made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with cuts and if you have a husband or boyfriend you go out there and you elevate their wardrobe for them and here's how you do it and you'll get 15 percent off because you're a cover to cover listener go to cutsclothing.com slash cover c-o-v-e-r that's c u tsclothing.com slash cover for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. Okay, well, this is an interesting story that I found, um, and we're going to have a bit of a surprise here in just a second, a a fun cover-to-cover surprise. This is in Food & Wine magazine. Dolly Parton, we love Dolly Parton over here on, uh, and who doesn't? Mm -hmm. Uh, Over here on cover-to-cover, we love her. Dolly Parton, I didn't realize this, Alex, and maybe you didn't as well, I'm not sure. Huge fan of Taco Bell. I didn't. Did not know that. Taco Bell fan, Dolly Parton. Now, here's what Dolly Parton is upset about. The music legend revealed what else uh, is in her go-to Taco Bell order. Uh, Dolly Parton has a Taco Bell. And Dolly Parton is on a a one-woman mission. And maybe there's some others joining. Mm -hmm. Well, after this podcast, there'll be many joining. She wants to get the uh, Mexican pizza back at Taco Bell. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolly Parton has made plenty of food headlines in the past month. She has a Jenny Splendid ice cream uh, ice cream flavor. Ooh, did you know that? I did not know is that. returning. It was uh, on hiatus for a year. Her 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 Jenny's Splendid ice cream flavor, Dolly Parton, is returning after a year on hiatus. So you got that coming from Dolly Parton. She's teamed up with Duncan Hines, also a favorite Ooh, over here. At Cover yes. Cover. We love a Duncan Hines cake, a mm. dense, moist uh, Duncan Hines out of the box cake. Out of the box. She's got a new line of cake mixes and frostings coming. The Dolly Parton line of cake mixes and uh, and and, uh, and and Duncan from the Duncan Hines pe- people over at Duncan Hines. Often these kinds of product releases uh, come with a media blitz with celebrities involved with a sit down press. 
but hats off to Dolly Parton, who steered the conversation away to talk about Taco Bell. I also heard this was the woman talking to you. You're a huge fan of Taco Bell, and she said she is, and she likes the soft shell taco. Okay. Dolly Parton. Uh, but they fall apart uh, so bad. I don't... I don't, I don't agree. I think the soft shells stay together. That's why I don't like the hard shell. To, I'm going to disagree with Dolly Parton. And I don't, we don't disagree on many things. Yeah. I, like, uh, I like everything about her her, uh, her business model. I like the Duncan Hines cakes. Uh, anyway, she always gets, she gets a taco supreme. That's what she likes. And I agree with her on that. Sour cream and all that. In the soft shell, I love that. I get an order of rice and beans. Do they do rice and beans on the side at Taco Bell? Uh, well, I they do for Dolly Parton. Yeah, she mean, pulls up. Man, like, whatever you want. Whatever you want. She gets a mild sauce. Uh, too hot. Ruins everything, she believes. But here's her problem. Parton touched on Taco Bell's biggest hot button issue, the Mexican pizza. They used to make a little, I think they still do, one of the restaurants, they make a little Mexican pizza, which is also good. I love that. Taco Bell actually announced, here you go. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where we're going to have some problems. They were axing the Mexican pizza in September of 2020, angering the Menu Adams fans and causing uh, a, you know, a huge uh, blowback. Uh, this Save the Mexican Pizza petition has over 170,000 signatures. Wow. <laughs> including Dolly Parton. Wow. Now I don't. I, I've I've looked up the the pictures. I don't. I vaguely remember the Mexican pizza. It was just that. It was like a, a round tortilla, pizza shaped, mm -hmm. with the beef inside, another tortilla on top, and then uh, like uh, you know where you would have uh, sauce and cheese on top of pizza. They put like the lettuce and the cheese. Yes. So and then they cut it. I think they cut it into like triangles, like a pizza. Mm -hmm. Anyway, right. Dolly Parton wants it back. She says, "I think they should bring it back." She reported herself hammering the point. I really think they should bring back the um, the Mexican pizza uh, to Taco Bell. And the, I don't know why why Taco Bell got rid of it in the first place. During twenty twenty, they were uh, it was a uh, that was. That was the year of the drive-through, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe I know. it was just it's too messy or something. Well, I think maybe uh, because that was, you know, that was after everything was going down. Right. Maybe they just were, I don't know. Maybe it supply chain. Maybe supply chain. You know. Yeah, it could be a supply chain issue, perhaps. But anyway, we'd like to now call. We have a friend on this podcast, one of our dear friends on this podcast. Her name is Sarah Colonna. I've been a friend of mine for many years, and she's all a contributor and a friend of this podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah Colonna is a huge fan uh, of an item. Uh, that Taco Bell, and she's also not unlike Dolly Parton in a one-woman fight to get um, a thing called the Bell Beefer back on the Taco Bell menu. Okay. I don't remember the Bell Beefer at all. I do, uh, however, but but Kelowna is on a one-woman mission to get the Bell Beefer back. I'm not exactly sure how many signatures her uh, petition. petition has, but mm -hmm. we're going to call her now and see what uh, Sarah Kelowna uh, has to say about getting the Bell Beefer back and if she's familiar with Dolly Parton's passion for um, Taco Bell as well. Yes, hello. Uh, hi, Sarah Colonna. It's Chris Frangiola and Alex Kahn from the Cover to Cover podcast. Oh, hi, big fan. Big <laughs> Thank fan. You. Thank you. We're excited to talk to you. Our fans love when we call in to you and get your take on some things. And we just did a topic over here on the Cover to Cover podcast about Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is has a passion for Taco Bell. We didn't realize this. Um, and she is on a one woman crusade to try and get the uh, Mexican pizza back at Taco Bell. I guess Taco Bell discontinued the Mexican pizza in 2020. And there is a petition. Mm -hmm. There is currently a petition out there 
bring back the Mexican pizza with 170,000 signatures on the petition to bring back the Mexican pizza. Now, before we get into your passion and your crusade, are you familiar with the Mexican pizza and did you like it? And are you, are you upset like Dolly Parton that it's no longer available? Um, I am, I'm not, I wasn't in Mexico. I remember it well. I was not a Mexican pizza girl. I'm not a big, uh, bean gal. So (laughs) bean is like basically the glue that holds that pizza together. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So that's not for me. Um, but as it's women supporting women, I support her campaign if she'll support mine. Okay. Now let me just tell you another thing, how you differ from Dolly Parton. Um, Dolly Parton Mm. says not only, (laughs) not many ways. (laughs) No, she she loves the beans. She actually gets a side of beans and rice and uh, a ta- taco supreme. She gets one taco supreme. Now that they don't have the Mexican pizza anymore, she gets one taco supreme and a side of beans and rice. That's her order. Well, let me tell you something. I read that, and she likes the soft taco, taco supreme yeah. with sour cream and all that, and I stand behind her in that choice that's one of my that was one of my go-tos as well yeah i agree i'm with her on that as well so now we're going to get into you you had a you have a you've had a pat i've known you for many years and throughout our entire friendship you have uh, one of the the threads that you can consistently bring up is your love for a taco bell item called the bell beefer Mm-hmm. And you are, are on a one-woman crusade to get the Bell Beefer back to Taco Bell. I don't know if it's it's got as much groundswell as what Dolly Parton's doing over there with the Mexican pizza. I don't even know <laughs> how many. Seem to. I, I don't, don't have any signatures. <laughs> you don't have any signatures. Now, let me just no. give you a little backstory on the Bell Beefer. According to, I looked oh. it up, it's sort of a sloppy gel. Well, but why don't you tell us? What, what exactly is the Bell Beefer? It's a taco on a, bun, a burger bun. Sloppy Jose, some people like to call it. Oh, you can't say those type of things anymore, Sarah, didn't that's you? That's what, it's, that's what uh, okay. I saw that it's called. A slo- I don't know. <laughs> okay, Sloppy Jose. Um, all right, well, that's what... You know, it's a taco, and all the taco things, and then you put it on a burger bun instead of a taco shell. And, I, I mean, other places have tried it. I made one at home one time, and it wasn't good. Now... Now, how is that differing different than a sloppy Joe? What you made at home was a sloppy Joe. We used to call it sloppy Joe back in the old days. No, sloppy Joe has like like the um, you know tomato sauce, and um, it's almost like a you know I mean man, which is obviously the, the pre-made yeah. version. But I made sloppy Joes recently, to be honest with you, and it was not anything like a taco burger. Okay, well burger. Uh, yeah. now uh, different. I see people say that it's a sloppy Joe, and it's just not. So you know, if you're going to call and talk to me, then you probably need to do okay, more research. Okay, well th- we are. Well, there's a whole Reddit, uh, fee- you know, uh, thread that says it's basically a, you know just a, uh, and so don't go on Reddit because you don't want to read that. They're they're saying it's just well, a. Well, do your sloppy Joes have Mexican, like you know, Mexican cheese and lettuce and sour cream? And all the mystery ingredients of the Taco Bell beef. I don't know. I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and I got to tell you, it does look good. I think what the problem was was, and as you know, you were a fast food worker at one time, were you not? Did you now? What fast I sure food did, did I you? At Hardee's. Hardee's. Ooh. Now, which that is a Midwest chain. I believe it's a Carl's Jr. related in some way. Uh, they uh, East Coast Jr. as well. Has taken it over, yeah, and it's never it's never been the same. But when I was there, <laughs> oh, Sarah's got a lot of beefs, a lot of Bell beefers, with, of bell uh, beef. <laughs> several different issues. Um, so now, uh, you, so you worked? Did you drive through? Did you work drive through? Did you work? Uh, I don't know. What? Well, I, I eventually worked drive through, but you don't start at drive through. You have to work your way up. So I worked my way up from the back 
I had to work in the back. I had to make biscuits at six o'clock in the morning. And eventually I uh, worked the front cashier and uh-huh. then eventually I got the coveted drive through spot. Everyone wants drive through so you don't have to like deal with as many people in face to face. Really? I didn't realize back. so I didn't realize that they that the drive through was as coveted as it is. Yeah. But I've heard that before from several other people. And you said you were making biscuits. That's how you began making biscuits. Yeah. I sure did. Well, I, I didn't know that drive through was a coveted spot either, but when I started working there, uh, my high school boyfriend, Bucky, got me the job, and mm-hmm. I said, oh, I can't wait to work drive through And he was like, whoa, pump the brakes. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't get yeah. to just yeah. walk in here and go to drive through Okay. So. so, yeah. So, anyway, now let me ask you another question. You're probably at a stock room there. Uh, and sure did. I would I would imagine, now, here's the issue with the Bell Beefer. This is, I'm just spitballing here mm-hmm. i believe that taco bell now they gotta get a whole thing of buns and they're not using buns for anything else you see so they're like we gotta be moving a ton of bell beefers here in order for us to make it uh, you know we, we're taking up a lot of room with buns mm-hmm. and i think that's probably why they discontinued it because they just don't have bun room well i never thought about that is that something you read or is that no a, no i'm just that's just me theory? that's just me coming you know being smart and thinking of you know practicality and and just the room in the uh in the walk-in mm. if he were the ceo yeah, of right, right. Of, <laughs> yeah. so, right. i'm trying to think of other things that they could do with the buns like maybe you and dolly Parton could get together and say listen dolly if you would you would you be happy with a taco a mexican pizza on a on a hamburger bun and then you can um, bring it all back. Right. I don't feel like she's going to go for that, but I, I am willing to sit down with, uh, uh-huh. you know, the CEO of Taco Bell and um, or who, however that works and okay. have conversations, me and Dolly and them, about how we can make everyone happy. Well, the funny thing is the Bell Beef, for which I'm, I'm doing extensive research on, it did, it, ha- it ran for a long time. So they did, they were stocking uh, buns in Taco Bell since for it said it was it came out in the seventies and was uh, discontinued in the nineties so it was around for you know twenty five something years. Well, you know what adds up here is that I, that's I I finished college in the nineties and I moved to California and mm-hmm. I don't remember I think Del Taco was bigger here. Yeah, so yes. I, there weren't as many Taco Bells around, so I feel like when I left college, I. I stopped ordering the Bell Beefers, and then it sounds like I, it might be my fault that they went away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody else is ordering them. Well, I'm looking at a, a and there's a coupon here. Somebody ha- p- took a picture of a coupon for buy one, get one free Bell Beefer. Uh, I don't know when this was taken, but it says it was 46 cents at the time, and here's what it is. It's ground beef with crisp lettuce, onions, and a Taco Bell's own famous sauce served on a fresh hamburger bun. That's what it is. That's right. That's simple. slower. Read it back to me and talk slower. <laughs> and uh, that's what it is. Okay, and I'd also like to tell you that as I'm doing research, I'm seeing that there's a lot of people on YouTube who are who share your passion for the Bell Beefer and also have hacks how you could make your own at home. There are people who are, there's. I'm looking at a, a, a YouTube video that's nine minutes long where this guy shows you how to make your own Bell Beefer at home. Um, is there any way you could watch that video for me and just give me cliff notes? Because I would like to <laughs> I'll try my- it at home, but nine minutes sounds like a long time to watch somebody mm-hmm. make something. All right. Well, I have to say now looking at the pictures, uh, I, it looks pretty good. I've never had a bell beefer, but it looks pretty good. 
Uh, thank you. I feel like you've never really backed me up on this, so now I feel supported by you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know Henry's Tacos in our neighborhood, the old Henry's, or in our old neighborhood, uh, you and I, there's a place called Henry's Tacos. They have a taco burger. They do, yes. I, yes, I, I think I've had it. Yeah. And uh, it just wasn't, just, it's, you know, it was, it's decent. It hits the spot when you really need it, but it doesn't, it's not the same. Well, I'm now looking at a t-shirt that uh, I hope this is real. And if it is, I'm getting it for you. And it's a t-shirt that has a picture of the bell beefer on the front of the t-shirt. It says, <laughs> bring the bell beefer back. <laughs> so somebody out there is sharing your passion so much so that they've made t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I want to find that person. I'm not sure that I want to know what they look like and what they do. For, <laughs> no, I don't want to know. I'm going to tell you don't. You don't. <laughs> I don't want to know who my uh, partner and, mm-hmm. and my ally is in this, but I do want that T-shirt. Now, while we have you on the line, we'll let you go in a second. Uh, could you tell us any other discontinued uh, fast food menu items that you're upset about? Because there's quite a few we've noticed in our research. Um. I think I, I think most of them are discontinued, like the McRib or whatever. That's I've never would have touched that. Yeah, so I feel like the things that got most of the things that got discontinued, I agree with. I you have to name some for me. I can't yeah. think of any off the top of my head, but if you name some for me, I can tell you whether or not I would have uh, supported that. Uh, well, I mean, of course, McDonald's. You know, they had a, a lot of things they they've discontinued along the way. The McLean. You know, it's a, it's, it was a burger that was supposed to be 91% fat-free. Then they had the hot side, cold side. I don't know if you remember that. It was a, the it was McDLT. The McDLT, that's the right. the hot side hot and keep the cool side cool. Yeah, and yeah. it was just a big, giant piece of styrofoam that it came in and uh, that are probably still <laughs> floating problem. around in the ocean somewhere. Yeah. And that was a big oh, one. you know what? I can tell you one. When I worked at Hardee's, which I don't, and Carl's Jr. did not continue this, we had something called the Frisco Burger, and it was like, uh, it was on sourdough and it had Swiss cheese and I believe onions and it was grilled and it was delicious. Wow. And that's, yeah, somebody let that one go. You can look that up. Frisco Burger. Hardy we will. We will we'll be looking that up and uh, see if we can find any uh, country Western stars who, uh, who are trying to get that back as well. <laughs> Luke Bryan, if you're listening, let's yes. bring back the Frisco Burger. Yeah. Well, what a pleasure to have you on the line, Sarah. We love when you uh, when you call in and contribute to the Cover to Cover podcast. Anything you'd like to plug while we have you online? We have thousands of listeners. Yes. Uh, just go to my website for tour dates that we'll keep updating, and you can buy my book. Oh, okay. Amazon. And what about your yeah, podcast? You yeah. have a fun podcast as well. What's it called? I, yeah, Are You My Podcast? And uh, we right now cover Married at First Sight. So if you're a Married at First Sight passionate person, it's a, a, a passionate podcast. Perfect. We, we, just, we just talked about Farrah Abraham, who I, don't know, I know she wasn't on that, but she's going to get into stand-up comedy. She's uh, fresh out of rehab oh, and her new, her new career is stand-up comedy. So uh, maybe oh, you can have we her have open enough. for you one of your gigs. Yeah, no, we definitely don't have enough people trying out stand-up uh, in their later <laughs> years, so that's great. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we're, we're happy to have you, Sarah. We love you, and uh, let's go. Let's bring back the Bell Beefer. Let's do it. Somebody start a website. I don't know how to do that, and then I'll, and I'll uh, you can use my face on it. Fantastic. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. There it is, everybody. Sarah Colonna, not unlike Dolly Parton, 
with a passion for the bell beefer. I don't know if I've never had one. Alex, have you ever had the bell no, beefer? I have not. I don't not. think so either. I love our phone calls. That's mm-hmm. one of our, our, our new things well, we've been it doing. It occurred to me every time we call her, it's about discontinued food products. <laughs> it was, our last thing was, the oh, last that's right. It was a, it lemon was a Girl, Scout Girl Scout cookie. Lemon Scout That's right. So we'll have to find another discontinued <laughs> item in a few weeks and call Kelowna again. Oh, Raycons. Finally, we're doing Raycons again. I take them everywhere I go, especially on my travels. And that's the best part. Running through the airports, shaking, dancing. They don't fall out. Go ahead. Try. Try to get them to fall out. Everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. There's also the awareness mode, which I love for when you need to listen to your surroundings. So you can take Raycons with you wherever you go, like the airport, with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. They are so comfortable, they will not budge. I, I swear by these Raycons. I, then the sound is great. Play all those Grammy-winning artists through your Raycons. You'll love it. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over. Now listen to this, Alex. 48,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. This podcast has 4,000, five-star, and a lot of one-star. People hate us, Uh, but they don't hate Raycon. Everyone loves Raycon. Right now, listeners can get 15% off their Raycons by order buyraycon.com slash cover to cover. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, dot com slash cover to cover to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash cover to cover to cover. I love my Raycons. The other thing we'd like to discuss just to get back into um, into some news about uh, celebrities is is the they got married apparently the Courtney Kardashian. Oh yeah. And uh and Travis Barker got married mm-hmm. in Vegas, I guess right after uh the Grammys or maybe the same night. I think the Grammys oh. were in Vegas so they went and got married. Many people are saying that she's pregnant now. There there was uh, talk of a baby bump at the Grammys. I've seen pictures. Now, this will bring me into the main topic of, of today's podcast. I've seen pictures of her, and they're saying that she had a baby bump. And maybe it's just the fact that she's, I don't know, 40-something years old, and mm. that's and she's had several kids, and that's just the way she looks. When and you're I, in a new relationship, you go out a lot. You, yeah, you so know. she's up walking up and down a red carpet with what looks like, I don't want to, it's it's a tiny little thing, but it just could be, you know, a, a, the, her body. Yeah. You know? And I know we the Kardashians, we put them all to some sort of standard or they can't have any flaws. And if they do, they seem to get to them taken care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, Courtney Kardashian looks like a different person these days. I don't even know. I see pictures of them like, who is that person? Yeah. So whatever. It looks like. So normally we're, we're like, is she pregnant or is she just not doing the bit, the work that all the other Kardashians are doing with any flaw they have on their body? They get it taken care of. Yeah. So who knows? But. Many people say she might be pregnant, which could be true. She's got kids already. Uh, she's a little long in the tooth, as we used to say. And but there's you could still have kids at her age. There's nothing. Not saying you can't, but who knows? Anyway, we'll uh, wait and see on that one. Um, and uh, so that the reason I'm bringing this up is because we have that. We have me being called a uh, a, a, a crouton, a, pork a, albino albino uh, crouton, a prune, a, yeah, pr- prune albino prune, a crouton. Yes. <laughs> you could call me an albino crouton. Too. Hey, listen. Albino prune, a uh, dried up pork rind. These are the things I read every day. Mm. People often ask me, Chris, why don't you put your wife and kids on, on your uh, Instagram page? 
let me just tell you why my kid will never be on any type of social media if I can control it. And that is because I, every day, am called a dried up pork rind. Mm -hmm. Why would I put my daughter on any type of um, social media for you animals to say horrible things about her or my wife or anybody? Well, like, if you don't have to do this shit, there's no reason to do it. And I would never subject anyone to such things. Getting to what I was going to get to. And I see what we've done so far, Alex. We've gone an entire episode. We're how many? 40 minutes in already? And 53. 53 minutes in. This is going to be a long one because I got more to say. Okay. 53 minutes in and we have yet to even bring up the slap, which I, I consciously did that. I didn't mm-hmm. know. That's why we called Kelowna to talk about Bill, Bill B. first. Because I didn't want to talk about that. I'm done with the slap. Mm-hmm. But why did it happen? How did it happen? When did it happen? Then I, you know, Will Smith lost his mind. What's wrong with Will Smith? Is he going to be okay? What's he going to do? How's he going to do? Farrah Abraham. I'm out of rehab. Yeah. I'm in rehab. I'm going to do stand up. My face is fucked up. I got big tits. I, you know, I got Punched big a lips. I, yeah, this is uh, Madonna recently on the Grammys. There was everyone was talking about Madonna doing a TikTok where she she got real close to the camera, and she has a very now whatever Madonna's doing to her face. Uh, I, and then I, I did read that it was a filter, but then people are saying it wasn't a filter. Listen, I, I can't fight the battles. I'm just, I read what I read. Mm-hmm. And, but it was an, it was, listen, it was a scary thing. She was close to the camera and she's of a certain age and you know, event, you got to get far away from the camera. Yeah. But you know, people were concerned. They're like, what is up with Madonna? She's kooky. She's getting kooky. And she is, she's a kooky gal, but I mean, okay. So now Why? Why is this happening? Why is everybody insane? And we talk about this on the podcast all the time. Everybody's insane, especially in show business. And I'm and and I, here is here's the reason why. It's because they are constantly under some sort of microscope, a berated, called names and and uh, you know good good and bad. Mm-hmm. Well, they're also lauded over and make millions of dollars. You know, so there's that side of it. But there's also the side where it's, she's a horrible person. Look at the space between her teeth. You remember the early Madonna mm-hmm. days. Look at her hairy By the way, the hairy armpit seems to be back in a big way. Mm. I was watching TV. Now, bear in mind to all those people who, now listen, to the people over at Dove, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm talking specifically, I'm going to go back to my, my rant in a second about the fame and, uh, and, and, the, and the price it, it, you, it, it, there is to pay for fame. Uh, Dove, the people over Dove. Now, listen, I love your can. I love what you're doing over there. I, l- I love your products. I've used some of your soft soaps. I've used your 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 bar soap, bar, which people don't classic. seem to use anymore. The bar soap, yeah, you know the one. It's got yeah. a little. It's, a, it's got a little, moisturizing cream like, in it or something. Yeah, got a nice shape to it. It's yeah. nice. It got a nice scent. I, uh, I'm a Dove. I've used Dove uh, uh, shampoos and conditioners. So I'm a fan of Dove. But now Dove's doing a thing where like every girl, every big gal put on some big old panties and dance around in, mm-hmm. in front of me here and, and show us what you, you what the lotion you wear on your legs on a commercial. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do that because this is about everybody. And I listen, I'm all about it. I'm not a, I don't have a perfect body, but I, here's the other thing. What I do is because it's not perfect, I try to keep it on. I don't, I'm not dancing around on commercials Mm-mm. putting on uh lotion Lathering on, my, on my legs no, no. I, i'm not going to subject you people to that people over a dove are like fuck it get out there and dance jump around it's for everybody's body mm-hmm. pull, you put on these big panties and dance around during 
the commercial. So now what they're doing, I've, I've seen some, they're doing something about underarms. I think it's for their antiperspirant or something. Oh. And they're like, this is for everybody's underarms. And it's a bunch of people on this commercial. Now, this is a commercial that it was on, I think, you know, the Grammys or something that everyone's watching. Something big. Something big. And here's the Dove people. Everyone's holding up their, their underarms. It's all women, you know, nothing wrong with that. I think Dove aims at, uh, at, at women, which I don't mm-hmm. think, I think they're just selling themselves short because I'm a Dove fan. I'm a Dove fan Like too. the scent of it, yeah. So I think if, to just go all women is, is wrong. They should throw a couple of, I'll go on there. I'll, I'll show my armpits at the very least. But uh, I don't like, I don't like, uh, they showed a lot of hairy armpits and this armpit and that part. I was all about it. Everybody grow your hair out. Now, fuck it. Man, I'm not going to let some man tell me to Mm-mm. shave my shit. Okay, fair enough. But, you know, do you got to put it on at 8 p.m. on, uh, on network television? <laughs> Come on, I'm, not, I'm no prude, but I'm. sometimes I sit in front of the TV, I eat. Mm-hmm. And I'm not grossed out by hairy armpits. But the reason I bring it up is Madonna years ago, if you guys are old enough to remember, she did a Playboy shoot. I didn't do a Playboy shoot, but play Penthouse or whatever. Whoever eventually bought the pictures that she did when she was a young, struggling artist. And uh, she had hairy armpits in those pictures. And this was like in the early 80s. And uh, that's why I bring it up. So anyway, back to Madonna. So anyway, just, I'm just saying that I love you, all you gals letting it, letting it go. Just fuck it. But uh, come on, Duff. What are you doing? Come on. Hire uh, one of those Brazilian models and just have her dance around and panic. Because we're all going to, we'd buy your product more, I think. Nobody, and I'm talking for everybody, the the wokest of the woke. There's a reason that model existed for so long. Yeah, the wokest of the woke. We're all like, hey, listen, I get it. But we'd rather see a person who doesn't look like me up there doing their thing. And then I'll buy your product. Mm-hmm. I want to see somebody who looks good in the clothes before I buy the clothes. I don't want to see someone who looks frump-a-dump in the clothes. I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy that. It looks terrible on that person. Now it'll look terrible on me. The implication so, was always, get this product and you'll look like this. You know, that was kind of always lightly implied. Right, right. Anyway. So you're selling yourself short, Dove. So that, back to celebrity. You eventually crack Mel Gibson. I mean, we. I could sit here and go down the list for. Am I making noises I with my eyes? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I'm drinking my iced coffee and making noise with my eyes. My apologies. Um, so we can go down the list of the cracking. But mm. lately, there's been quite a bit of cracking because, you know, the, of the Oscar thing and, and then Madonna and everybody being on social media and wrestling in the streets that mm. Hayden Panettiere and Farrah Abraham and. And 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 then, and then me, you know, every day I gotta hear people gotta tell me my website's not right. People gotta tell me I'm I'm ugly. People gotta tell me I'm a dried up, uh, you know, a pork rind or mm-hmm. or an albino, um, uh, what albino prune one? prune albino prune. Uh, yeah, so there's there's that. And I fortunately have never been to a certain level of of show business where I get it a ton, but I get it a lot. But I, but I, I'm able to shut the gate is what the term I like to use here at the cover to cover. I just shut the gate and I'm able to forget because I'm a comedian and I could take the hit. You know what I mean? I've taken the hits over the years and uh, it's not going to, I'm not going to freak out and, you know, in 20 years be in front of a TikTok with my face real close to the camera mm-hmm. uh, making weird faces. I, I hope, I mean, I could, but I feel like I'm pretty, my, I'm pretty level headed mm-hmm. and, uh, and for that reason, I should be, I believe, a, a, a bigger star. 
I'm not and I won't be because for many reasons. My, my website's not good enough. Many things I do are not good enough. And uh, I won't be a bigger star. But I, you, uh, you people should have made me a bigger star. And I'm blaming you people. You should have made me a bigger star because I'm not going to crack. I'll be able to get up there at the Oscars or where, anywhere you need me. And I, I could fucking handle the pressure. Mm-hmm. I can handle the insults. I'm not going to drive down Pacific Coast Highway and uh, and call you sugar tits and say the Jews started the wars when you pull me over. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, so so you you have you only have yourselves to blame that you didn't. I'm glad that you're here and you're listening to the podcast and you've gotten us at least this level of of, of fame and celebrity. You've gotten Alex a client. Is what you've gotten. <laughs> I am Alex's client, and that if we could take one thing away from three years of doing cover to cover, it's I'm glad Alex Khan now has a client. That's the important thing. What am I supposed to? Am I no, supposed listen, to explain my happen. life of degeneracy to the courts? Just so that's the situation. I'm just I, the reason why everyone cracks is because it's a cracking, it's a crackable business. And I'm, that's not to say that other businesses aren't crackable. Like you mm. guys, like yeah, we all have pressure in our in our work world, and uh, absolutely, I agree with you. But um, you don't have to necessarily every day read uh, that you are a, uh, a dried up pork run. But maybe people yell that to your face sometimes. But it's not every day. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you're driving down the street, and someone goes, "You you you're dried up pork run out the window of the car," and they're like, "That was a." That was an odd thing to call me from yeah. the window of the car. But you don't read it. You know, you're not reading comments, you know. You guys have a website. You might have uh, many many of you guys have little businesses, you know. I don't go on and go, hey, listen, I went on your website and uh, here's a couple of things I, I would uh, fix on, <laughs> on your candle website or whatever I fucking, you know, I know you paint seashells and you have an Etsy page where you've painted seashells. Here's what I would do to make that better. Hmm. Anyway, and I don't know the people who are listening right now. I'm like, oh, he's talking directly about me, and because I gave him a list of things that I believe he should fix about his website. I'm not. I'm only goofing on you, but I appreciate your 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 input. But just fucking, just click on a date and come to the show. That's the end of that. You don't got to tell me why it's good or why it's bad. Mm-hmm. What I've misspelled in the bio. I know that something should have been capitalized and it wasn't. Listen, I'm. I barely got out of school, okay? I'm lo- I, I cannot believe I made it to this. I'm I should be in jail. Like on paper, I should be in prison. Like I sh- I, I I I come from Ronkonkoma. I've had You're no, a Sizzler employee. Uh, yeah, I was a Sizzler employee. I'm called on a daily basis. I'm called a, a a dried up pork rind. Uh I mean everything I should be in prison. I if there's anyone who should have cracked it's me, just based on Ron Konkuma alone, mm-hmm. I should have cracked. But I didn't, and so just let me misspell a couple of things in the bio, and let's move on with our lives. That's all. How'd I do? Good. A couple of more things, or should we get out of here? Whatever you're I do feeling. have an interesting topic <laughs> <laughs> that I'd like to discuss that I found. I think this is a pretty good episode. I don't want to come off angry, because I'm not, and I feel like sometimes I'm coming off angry on this podcast but I promise you I'm not. Um, there is something I'd like to discuss. Uh, hold on. I sent it to myself. I send myself these uh, ads that I want to discuss. I, I, I can't, this, I found a thing called tiny pub. It's in, uh, it's in Massachusetts and I'm coming to Massachusetts, coming to Boston mm-hmm. and I'm coming to a place called off Cabot. 
Ooh. It's a brand new comedy comedy club in the Massachusetts area from the same people who brought you the Laugh Boston. Coming to both of them. That's all on Frangiola.com. You can find that. Frangiola.fun. F- sorry, Frangiola.fun. Son of a bitch, Frangiola.fun. Anyway, I, I found this thing called a tiny pub. These guys in in uh in in the Massachusetts area will, will they have a little it's called the Wee Irish Pub. It's perfect for weddings, corporate events, holiday gatherings, neighborhood parties, birthdays, and it's a little tiny Irish pub they bring to your house. Ooh. It's like a trailer that they made into a tiny Irish pub with three bar stools. They got two kegs in there of Guinness like or whatever you home, want. Like a tiny home like that? The Wee Irish Pub is delivered to um, you with beer yeah. taps, beverage refrigerator, bar, Irish decor, TV, electric fireplace, and seating for 10 to 12 friends. You provide the friends, beverages, and the good times. And uh, the rentals come with a bartender. Alcohol is not included in the rental. You got to pay extra for that. Uh, it's in Reading, Massachusetts, our home base. The pub can be delivered within 30 miles of Reading, Massachusetts, uh, and a pre- rental location, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay, we can also bring you cornhole and Jenga, if interested, you know, make a whole thing out of your backyard. Make a real pub experience. Exactly. And uh, now the price or something like that, the fee for the rental uh, ranges from 800 to 1200 bucks, depending upon what you, you need, I think, okay. which isn't bad. $200 deposit is required, and... This is a good time. This mm-hmm. is a good time they bring right to your house. Now, I'm like I said, I'm going to be in that area. And if any of you people want to get the Wee Pub in your backyard, Alex will probably come with me to that show at the Left Boston. We, you guys, we would like to come to your... If you get the Wee Pub delivered to your house, we will come. We will be one of the 10 to 12 friends. Mm-hmm. We'll, and listen, will we stay long? I, who knows? We, that depends on you and how you, how you act. Yeah. We'll stay longer if you don't act like psychopaths, but uh, we will come to your house if someone in the Massachusetts area gets the Wee Pub delivered to their house. I love that. I'm very excited about it. I wish they had one here um, because I would definitely do it. Something tells me those are about to start popping up. It's a good idea. It's a great idea. Anyway, we're going to end with this because we're getting into summer. We're getting into more social uh, situations out there in the world. You're going to be out. You're going to be talking to people. You're going to be at the Wee Pub. You're going to be doing things. These are the uh, 15 words you're going to have to start using in 2022. The 15 words you're going to have to start using in 2022. You ready? Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to pronounce this word, but I've heard people using it, and I see it in book. It's, a, it's on the cover of a book. It's a hot word. And forgive me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, and you might be, you know what I'm talking about, and might be able to pronounce it right, Alex. Hygge, H-Y-G-G-E. Hygge, it's Ooh. a noun. The concept idea is of Danish origin. The adjective for the word is hygeleg. High, philosophy means embracing nature and revitalizing energy, a cozy quality that makes a person feel content and comfortable. See, a lot of the words I'm about to read to you are, they're about Everybody being happy, content, and mm-hmm. come. Let's not offend. That's why. Let's not slap anybody at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Hi, Gee. Hi, Gee. You yeah. come. You invite me over to your house to sit in your little Irish pub. You better be. You better be high I don't want any problems. Don't be calling me a dried up uh, prune. Mm-hmm. Okay, Serenic. Sirenic, when adding some new words to your vocabulary in 2023, you simply miss this one. Sirenic does this word ring. Uh, you might have heard the word siren. Sirenic originates from the siren as it, as it uh, means melodious, alluring, tempting, or deceptive. Okay, well, let's get to some fun ones. Let's, uh, FTW. 
For the win? You've got to know. For the win. You're right, Alex. I thought it was fuck the world. <laughs> I did. I, oh, really, okay. I thought it was fuck the world. Um, oh, my God. This is an example of how you use it. For the win. So when would you, when would you throw that one out there? Like you if know, you say uh, something funny, you're like, dude, FTW. You do it like, uh, dude, I... Dude, they brought the Bell Beefer back at Taco Bell FTW, for the win. FTW, FTW, yeah. FTW, mm-hmm. FTW. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, there you go. That's that one. Uh, FTW. I really th- thought it was fucked the world. I guess I've been looking at it wrong the whole time. Okay. These, now we're going to get into some weird ones. Oh, oh stamps.com. Everybody go use stamps.com, please. We need to sell some stamps up in here. Time is money. Don't waste either with repeated trips to the post office. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer and saves you money in the process so you can spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. For more than 20 years, stamps.com has been indispensable for over one million businesses one million so why not make yours one of them you can get discounts and find anywhere you can't get anywhere else like up to 40 percent off usps rates and 76 percent off ups rates whether you're an office sending invoices a side hustle etsy shop or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders stamps.com will make your life easier it makes our life easier we use it over here at cover to cover to send everything and we love it stop overpaying for shipping with stamps.com sign up with Promo code COVER, C-O-V-E-R, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments. That's the best part. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code COVER. Thanks, stamps.com. These are the ones you're going to have to use. Now, don't. I'm just telling you what I'm reading, so don't come after me. Cryptocurrency. You're going to have to know it. Cryptocurrency. Yep. I, if I go the rest of my life, I, like I said, I'm going to my grave not knowing cryptocurrency. You got, haven't we all heard one time or another dreamed of making a fortune with these years? Also known as virtual money. It's a new form of 100% demarginalized currency allows you to exchange. Oh, who gives a fuck? Cryptocurrency is going to be all the parties you go to. You got a cryptocurrency. Psycho logistics. Bicycles have created a mini revolution on the streets. Many first, there was the idea of commuter bikes going to work. Now, cycle logistics, specifically referring to delivery by cargo bike. Oh, deconsumerism. No, that sounds like something oh. fucking Alex talks about all the time. <laughs> oh my god, this fucking and then it's consumerism at its finest. What is that word? You could tell us, Alex. Deconsumerism? Yeah. It sounds like they want you to consume less. We're the notion get- that uh, gave rise to deconsumerism was theorized by English research juggler known for... Uh, boring. Shout sounds out. Sounds like the World Economic Forum Fru- to me. There you go. <laughs> Frugalism. The term refers to a lifestyle of saving money. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, are you guys at a party with my father? Frugalism, Christopher, is something we all need to practice more of. Gender fluid, absolutely. Finally, somebody's saying mm-hmm. it. So this is the uh, the hot word of 2022. If you're going to be out at a party, what are you? I'm gender fluid. Gender. We all know what it means. Gender identity continues its revolution. We no longer speak of feminine or masculine. You've st- just watch a Dove commercial. You'll see that. Some people willingly embrace the feminine and the masculine or simply wish to free themselves from those two concepts altogether. Hence the increasing use of the terms gender fluid and non-binary. So this is what's learn it, use it, because that is the word of the summer. You're going to be out there. 
I don't like this one. I see people using it all the time because I grew up in an era where this meant you fucked up the game. If you made the error, dropped the ball, you were the GOAT. Now everyone uses GOAT, uh, meaning greatest of all time. So don't be the idiot who's out there thinking like I'm thinking like, oh, Tom Brady's a GOAT. Like when did Tom Brady a GOAT? He didn't miss the pass. No, 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 no. Greatest of all time. Yes. Okay. Jomo. You ready for this one, everybody? This is a word you got to use out there in the world now. It's a new JOMO. It's an acronym in direct opposition to FOMO. Fear of missing out refers to joy of missing out. Mm. JOMO. I've been there. You Haven't we all? Okay. Should I? Oh, this is one. This, I'm going to put this one in with uh, cryptocurrency. Metaverse. If I fucking hear about metaverse or the meta, I'm now I'm starting to read like real things. Like you could get a, Coke has a new, this is a real thing. Coke has a new beverage you could only get in the metaverse. Yeah. It's a new Coca-Cola they made for the metaverse. I'm like, wait a minute. Are we all fucking going completely insane? This is not like you can't drink it. Am I, am I crazy? Or, do, do you, but okay. It's no, going to get could, so much worse. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you don't is, even know I hope yet. I'm dead by the time it does. But I, now, I, now I'm, I, I'm going to, um, this is a real question. Mm-hmm. The metaverse is not real, right? And I'm not, I'm not being funny when I'm asking that because you can't actually consume a beverage in the metaverse, right? Well, you can buy like high priced, uh, but you know what like, real estate list, in the metaverse. No, I don't care about that. Alex, answer the fucking no, question. Yeah. Can I I'm actually pretty sure it's a big giant video game. In no. The, okay. Yeah. So uh, this Coke is a fake Coke. Yes. It's like it's buying a, a video game character, a Coca-Cola. I'm almost positive. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So contra- contraction of meta and universe is the new term describes a perfect replica of the world. Oh, that doesn't sound perfect to me. No. A parallel universe and virtual reality also accessible via the internet while the idea of the metaverse is only slowly taking shape. Oh, it promises us interactions free of all physical constraints. Who the fuck would want such things? Mm. But I know people do it's the Matrix. and will. Yeah. Yeah. Plug uh, them in, give them nutrients and let them. As much as I love the Matrix and I love that movie, I had no idea what it was about. Mm. I've watched it 25 <laughs> times. I couldn't tell you what it was <laughs> about okay. at all. Um, NFT. Oh, don't even Jesus. get me started. I know this started. sounds like the worst party I've ever. If mm. these any of these words come up, even if two of them come up, I'm leaving the party. And here's the one that we, we, we okay, I'm going to leave you two more. There's a bunch. I'm not going to give you all of them. Woke, woke, woke. You gotta. The funny thing is this word has now entered, like my parents are saying woke. Mm-hmm. So that means it's really yeah. making some headway. This word has been around for a few years, of course, but you'll be hearing it even more while it started being used in 2014. It was heard by many of the first time, for many, many people in 2020. Black Lives Matter movement gained momentum. Wokeness became a verb um, and refers to the awakening of consciousness around societal struggles such as feminism, anti-racism, decolonialism. It has become common to hear bandied about. Oh, I love that. I, I use bandied about. Bandied. Yeah. By the right uh, in, a, in a culture war. Whatever. There's a word there that I don't know and I'm not going to even try it. So... Woke. There you go. That's going to be mm-hmm. throw it around. Woke. I'm woke. You're woke. Who's woke? Don't be woke. You're too woke. I'm not woke. What? Zennials. Zennials. You know what that is? I'm assuming it's go like ahead, a Alex. Gen Zers. You've heard of millennials and you've heard of Gen Z. This is about, now it's about Zennials. The mm. micro generation refers to adolescents born between 
Adult Essence. That's a fun word they made. Okay. Born between 1992 and 1998. Are you in that? 92 to... No, I'm 91. Oh, shit. You're not a... You're not a but I'm kind of... No. You know what's funny? Yeah. No. They integrate characteristics from millennials and Gen Z, much to the light of brands. Oh, brands love it. Mm-hmm. Addicted to TikTok and concerned about the environment, they embrace secondhand goods. So do I. Everything mm-hmm. I'm wearing secondhand. As well as uh, changing attitudes. Difficult to define, yes, but it's uh, not problematic. Sennials are not problematic. <laughs> this is all so stupid. But anyway, those are the terms you're going to have to be using out there in the world. Sennials, woke. Cryptocurrency, oh, Jomo. Oh, I, I'm having Jomo. I don't. I will have Jomo if I don't have to go to any parties where anyone is saying woke or cryptocurrency or NFTs or any of that shit. And I, I might be the idiot who's left behind on all these things. Like, well, you fucked up, Chris, because we're sitting here drinking our coke in the metaverse. We're trillionaires because we got NFTs. And I'm like, what? Does anyone want to go see the Go Go's? <laughs> you know, so there you go. That's it. Uh, I think we had a good episode. I think we did all we can do here. We we got uh, uh, Sarah Colonna just sent me a picture that of, of a sandwich. She's concerned that sloppy Jose is she's she doesn't want to come off as racist. She's <laughs> like she sent me a thing that's a sloppy Jose is a real thing. <laughs> sloppy Jose is chorizo charred with uh, p- uh, uh different peppers, mm. uh, poblano peppers and. Uh, and jalapeno. So there is a sloppy Jose out there. Yeah. So don't cancel. Don't, shoot the don't be woke and cancel Sarah Colonna. There is a sloppy Jose. Um, so there you have it. Thank you all for listening to Cover to Cover. Go to Franjola.fun. So many shows coming up. We and we'll be back with Patreon episodes. We have a ton of Patreon episodes. I'm going on vacation next week. I forgot to tell Alex, so we're gonna have okay. to uh, get together and get. We're not gonna. We're gonna definitely get. Have we're not gonna take a break. We will get you your episodes while I am sitting at my parents' house in uh, North Myrtle Beach, and then whoa, with the stories I will have when I return from my trip to the South, mm-hmm. going to many different places in the South next week. Next uh, next, I think we leave Sunday. Taking the baby. And we are getting on planes. We are going to mom and dad's for five days. Then we're going down to some resorts down in Georgia. And we're going to, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. We're doing it, you know, driving around. Two weeks almost. Spring break for my daughter. My two and a half year old daughter is at spring break at school. Spring break from doing what? Finger painting? But anyway, they get a spring break. <laughs> so uh, so that, then, then we're going to go. We're going on this trip. So I'll be gone for a little while. Uh, but we'll give you new episodes. We'll t- tape them this week and give you what we we call in show business evergreen episodes. Um, and excited about it. Excited about my trip and 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 excited about coming back to tell you guys all about it. Uh, I could talk about some other things. I went to Men's Warehouse yesterday, and then we'll just get out of here on this Men's Warehouse. Thank you to the people over at Men's Warehouse. Now, for many years, I've been seeing commercials, Men's Warehouse. Well, I can guarantee you're going to look good, the guy used to say. Mm-hmm. You're going to look good. I guarantee it. And you know, and I was always like, well, was Men's Warehouse doing any things that I want to wear? Because I'm an I'm a aging rocker. I like, to, I like to put myself in some hip outfits. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I'm not sure if Men's Warehouse is going to be giving me what I need. But sometimes I'll be going scrolling Facebooks and Instagrams and things like that, and I'll start seeing ads for men's warehouse you know do you want this jacket 75 percent off winter jacket 
So I get, sometimes I get caught up in it. I'm like, oh, I'll buy that jacket, have it delivered right here to the house, men's warehouse, Calvin Klein jacket. And it showed up and it was a little big for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't like the look of it. That's why my problem with online shopping. I, I get them and then I'm like, mm, I don't, but if I was in the store, I'd put it on, I'd put it back. I'm like, no, I don't like this. But now it, if I order online, it becomes a whole ordeal. Now I yeah. got to take it back to FedEx or whatever. So I see Men's Warehouse says you could bring this back to Men's Warehouse. You don't got to go through the FedEx and all that bullshit. Come right to bring men, it in. Bring it into Men's Warehouse. So I go to a Men's Warehouse, Woodland Hills. Okay, it's in a shopping center. I'm excited about it, and I enter Men's Warehouse, and it's a it's a sprawling space, suits and different golf outfits. You know, for regular people. I'm not not Hollywood celebrities who there's an outside chance I might be sitting on a beanbag chair with Selena Gomez mm-hmm. at uh, at uh, Coachella. Coachella. Now these people are regular people who want to you know have something that they can sweat in while they're golfing or whatever the fuck they're doing. You know, talking about NFTs or stupidness. But then I'm like seeing some stuff and I'm like, oh, this is I could that, I would wear that. I would wear that. That's not bad. These aren't bad. And it's you know what. It's kind of busy. There's a lot going on in there. I feel like a lot of people go there for their suits. You know, sometimes you just need a suit, a funeral, a fucking wedding. And, uh, you know, these days, suits seem to be a thing of the past. You don't see many people in suits anymore, but there are some uh, things you have to have a suit for. Mm -hmm. And now one guy comes in. Okay, now hear me out. He is uh, bringing back a tuxedo. They have tuxedo rental there. Okay, and he needs every, he's bringing back a tuxedo. And he needs everyone to know why he needed this tuxedo. Okay. Now, this is a big place, and I'm just kind of walking around. I'm returning my jacket. Now, I put my jacket down on the counter. See, it's busy. There's a lot going on. I put my jacket down, and the woman goes, we'll get to you in a second. I said, no problem. No rush. Man of the people. I'm going to walk around and look around. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, even, don't even bother with me. This guy comes in with his tuxedo. He's returning it. And he says... Woman says, "Well, you were trying to get tuxedo. He hasn't. Did it work for you?" He goes, "Did it work? I lost all the Grammys." Now that's the beauty <laughs> of being in Los Angeles Men's Warehouse. Okay, this is this is not going to happen at any other Men's Warehouse than asshole fucking Hollywood fucking Los Angeles Men's Warehouse. This most people are going to come back with their tuxedo and be like, "Yeah, the wedding was nice. There's my tuxedo. Mm-hmm. It's it, I didn't get any. There's no nothing. No sweat stains on it or anything. I danced. I had fun. It was a nice wedding. That's the end. Of this guy." I, I lost all the Grammys. So the guy's like, oh, of course, now we got to ask. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were nominated for Grammys? Yeah, I'm a producer. I produced this song and that song. We didn't win. So I'm um, here. The tuxedo's going back. Now, let me just say this, and this might be the wrong thing to say, but obviously not much of a fucking producer because if you were like, I don't know, uh, some of these guys who, you know, uh, what's the big producer who, I'm happy when the dog, if you feel like a room with, yeah, Pharrell, yeah. say you're Pharrell, okay? You own- I, Pharrell owns a tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. I think Pharrell's got a Dolce & Gabbana fitted tuxedo that he goes to these award shows in. That's what I'm gathering. This guy's renting his from Men's Warehouse in Woodland Hills. I don't know if he's producing... You know, the biggest hits of the time. But, mm. and he's telling everyone, okay, uh, that's why I had this this tuxedo. So, okay, fair enough. Now I'm looking around. Okay, now I made a mistake. I don't know if I made a mistake, Alex, but here it is, everybody. And I'm I, I, like I say, uh, this is a word I like to use. I know I've given you words to use out there, but this is a word I like to use. I'm going to be a transparent. Mm-hmm. That's a word I like to throw around, Alex, transparent. Yep. I'm going to be 100% transparent. 
That's a, you know, you like that word? Yeah. Okay. I'm all about transparency. Transpa- thank you. Alex. Mm-hmm. Me too. No, I understand. Yeah. Transparent. It, it, I'm going to be 100%. I, I bought now I've, I've, I've made this purchase before Alex mm-hmm. in other parts portions of my life. I, I did it again. And now I've taken them, the ones I've bought in the past, and I've, they were, I just said, I throw them away. I'm not going to use it. Okay. I bought some sort of fedora. I saw it. Ooh. I, I liked it. Okay, can I tell you? Now, let me tell you what influenced this purchase. Mm-hmm. First of all, here's what I think. I got this winter coat from Men's Warehouse. I'm taking it back. Do I need the money back? No, I don't need the money back. So I'm like, just... I'll just get more stuff from Men's Warehouse that equal the price of that coat that I bring you back. So I'm looking around and I see this fedora. I put it on and I got to tell you, I kind of liked the look. Uh, there were many things going on here. I was hungry. They had a pretty well lit mirror, which will change your, 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 if you guys shop for clothes, you know, you're like a well lit mirror makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. I put on the fedora and I like it. So it's, you know, it's like a beach summery fedora. So if you see me out and about with my fedora, now when I say fedora, I'm giving you the wrong, I think that's the term. Some people call it a porcupine hat. You know what I'm saying? A pork pie. Pork pork pie? Yeah, it's called a pork pie. Pork, what I say? Porcupine? Porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot. I am, so, thank God, Alex, you just stopped me because I could have gone out in public and said, yeah, you like my porcupine hat? Yeah. Pork pie. Yeah. Yes. Some people call it, oh my God, what a dope pork pie. And I put it on and I liked it. Mm-hmm. So I got it. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. That's not, that's not cheap. No. 50 bucks. It turns up in the front. I saw a guy at the Go-Go's. I saw a guy at the Go-Go's show wearing one. And I'm like, I like this guy's look. I think that looks pretty good. I would throw this on just in lieu of a baseball hat or something. I have to be out in the Hamptons this summer. This will be another look I could throw at you. Pork, porcupine hat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think pork pie makes sense. I'd like to change it to porcupine. That's going to be my Dolly Parton is going to get the uh, Mexican pizza back and Colonna's going to get the bell beefer. I'm going to get these hats changed from pork pie to porcupine. Makes more sense. Um, And then, uh, so then I, I also get some sort of jacket that I like. Okay. Okay. Now it's finally my turn. Really nice salesperson over there. Let me tell you something about this men's warehouse. They're on top of it. They're coming over. They're like, do you want this? Do you like that? They can tell when you want service, when you don't want service. They're backing off. They're not backing off. They're good. They can tell the people who need it. You know, some some guy comes in in his cargo shorts. Says, this guy needs help. Mm-hmm. I'll take care. I'll see what he needs. But they see me like, this guy's obviously got it. He knows what he's doing. I don't need to talk to him. He's got it. He's, look at him. He's, he's making shit work. So they're not talking to me. Finally get up. I do return the coat. I said, I'm going to get this, then I get this. Guy goes, okay, no problem. He rings it all up. And he goes, uh, by the way, big fan of your work. Ooh. But he kind of whispered it. And this asshole with the fucking tuxedo screaming about his Grammys (laughs) that he didn't win. And he's dancing around, letting everyone know who he is. And I'm like, "Uh, thank you. Thank you. But can you, I didn't say this, of course, but I'm thinking, how about you say it a little louder? Because, you know, this asshole yeah. who's fucking, you know, uh, talking about his Grammys. His Grammy or lack nominee of Grammy, yeah. over here. Uh, he's got the whole store wondering who he is. And I'm a legitimate celebrity buying a porcupine hat. <laughs> <laughs> and and I want people to know. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm just a fan of your work. And 
I don't, I don't know why people don't say, he should have said, ladies and gentlemen, this guy's never been nominated for a Grammy, but you might remember him from being on television 11 years ago. Now he does a podcast in his backyard and he is a dried up prune prune. No. An albino prune, a dried, dried up, up pork, pork rind. rind. Yeah, I can't yeah, even I keep your insults all straight. straight. I can't keep them straight either. Anyway, I wanted to give you my men's warehouse story. Uh, big, I'm a fan. I've yeah. become a fan. I don't know if it's, I'm an old man now, and I've become a fan of men's warehouse. I, I'm, it's shocking for me to say, but I, everything about it from the service, the salespeople, on down to mm-hmm. some of the clothing. Not for you, Alex. No. No, I'm saying you might be a little too young. I don't, think they, have, I don't think they have stiff jeans there. Okay. You know, but uh, you eventually you're going to okay. be one of the guys who goes into men's warehouse mm-hmm. and gets, I don't think they have your black t-shirts or whatever you're okay. what you do. Probably not. Yeah. So uh, I'm anyway. Pretty, I'm pretty, I'm a stickler on the materials, yeah, you know, know. So, so anyway, that's the situation. Thank you, men's warehouse for, for and the guy who note, recognized me for showing, because mm-hmm. I think the Grammy guy did hear it. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. what do we got here? But I'm, that's where I'm getting my tuxedo. I don't, if I wear a tuxedo, if you guys get the uh, the bar in your backyard in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. if, you, if you get the the mini wee, the wee Irish pub, I'll come in a, in a men's warehouse tuxedo. Love you. Well, what do we got to get out of here on, Alex? That was a fun episode. We, we went through a lot on that episode. I was angry in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I felt good again. Kelowna made me feel good. Fun. I think all in all, we had a fun episode. Yep. How did you feel about it? I Alex? felt good. Uh, let's get out of here. Do you know who won song of the year for the Grammy? We'll get out of here on the Grammy song of the year. I do know, but I don't know. I, Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. Yes. It was a uh, Bruno Mars Bruno and another Mars guy. And yeah. Pack. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, they were actually, you know, I mean, Bruno Mars is good. You know, yeah. The guy put, they put on a good show. Yeah. I like this Silk Sonic music. Do you know who Anderson Pack is? Are you familiar with him? I, I don't, but he had a, he had on a, a wig. Yeah. At the, uh, at the Grammys that uh-huh. looked, it was the wig of, uh, of a uh, Ike Turner. He had like an Ooh, Ike Turner yeah. wig on. He, um, he does a lot of very like kind of bespokey, like old school kind of funk stuff. Yeah. He's yeah. Very sure, cool. Sure. Uh, fun fact, played drums in that magazine. Massive um, half uh, halftime show at the Super Bowl. Oh, he okay. Was the drummer. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. they won Song of the Year with "Leave the Door Open." Leave the door open. I've never yeah. heard the song. Good, good stuff. They're good performers. Yeah. You know, Bruno Mars is gonna. He's gonna deliver. He's yeah. not gonna give you. Anything. He's like a child actor. You know, he's in. A, he's in that movie "Leaving Las Vegas," that Nicolas Cage movie. Really? He's like three years old. He plays a uh, a child Elvis impersonator. <laughs> Not leaving Las Vegas. I'm sorry. It's not leaving. That's the drunk one. It's another Las Vegas yeah. Nick Cage movie with Sarah Jessica Parker. He goes to a great movie, by the way. Nick Cage? Nick Cage, Sarah Jessica Parker. There's a Vegas tie-in to it. They go to Hawaii to get Sarah Jessica Parker back. If I'm not mistaken, what's the name of that movie? Is it Honeymoon in Vegas? Yes, Honeymoon in Vegas. James Caan, Nicholas Cage. Great movie. Oh, this is good. This would be something that I, I would want. If, now, if they're playing this at Coachella, because I heard there were rumors that they he were, was going to be the yeah. guy. But he said, that's not enough time for me to prepare. No. Which, now, another thing I will do. If you need me last minute, if Coachella needs me, I'll be there. I gotta, I'll fucking prep. No problem. Yeah. I got it. I'm prepared. Yeah, but I understand. Run over to Men's Warehouse. Yeah. I'll be ready in 20 minutes. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand, uh, you know, Bruno Mars. Like, no, we don't have the time. We need mm-hmm. more time than two weeks to get this show prepared. Yes. But this would be good. I would get off my beanbag chair with Selena Gomez to go see this. Go see some of this. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's good. That's Bruno Mars singing, or is that the other guy? That's Anderson Pack. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. I'm a fan. Silk Sonic. Oh, I'd like to get up and I'd like to get up and you ladies to this song. Mm-hmm. Come over here. What are you wearing? That's cuts. That's a cuts T-shirt. Feel that material? That's right. Cuts. Go get some. Stamps.com. Thank you. Love you guys. And of course, uh, Raycon. This would be something to listen to. Ooh, ooh, you put you put this in your Raycons. Ooh, and then just get it on. Put on your big dove panties. And, <laughs> and dance around your house. That is nice. Thank you to all our sponsors. Thank you to all of you. Taking off on vacation. This is my last one. Well, we'll do some. We got to do some this week. But this is my last one before vacation. Which is why I'm in a good mood. And I got recognized at Men's Warehouse. So, there you go. So, things are looking yeah, up. Yeah, things, look, things are getting looking up. Thank you, Silk Sonic. Thank you, Sarah Colonna. And, um... What did we start off with today? I forgot. We started off. Oh, we started off with those guys of Swedish Mafia. Swedish House Mafia. Thank you, Swedish House Mafia. And the weekend. And the weekend. Thank you, guys. Have a good time. And Coachella. I won't be there. But one of these days, I'm going to be. One of these days, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And I'll. I don't know. Let me see. Bye-bye.